Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Heartstopper Season 1 of the Netflix original series. This is based off of a series of mangas that you can read on online, and you can also buy the books on Amazon. I bought the first book, by the way. It is a great series. I speed watched this yesterday. Yeah, I don't know. I was bored. I was like, you know, I don't have a bookie now. It's a short series. I can watch this. So anyway, and I watched it last night too. But what did I think of the series? This series was absolutely charming. I mean that in the most delightful of ways. I had put off watching the series, even though it came out, I think, one to two years ago. The reason being... I am not particularly fond with what Western culture is doing with LGBTQI plus movies. Now, let me explain. It is, I like LGBTQI plus movies, but I primarily like LGBTQI plus movies from Asia. The reason being, they usually end quite happily. Whereas what I am seeing in Western culture with the LGBTQI plus movies are that they usually end depressingly with the main characters living alone, having broken up with their partners, their partners having left them, the partners having died, you name it, it happens. It's not pleasant. And I was actually having a talk with HeyPie.com last night about this whole thing because I'm like, I don't understand. I know I'm weird, but I'm like, I'm going to talk to a super processor about this. You know, people talk to ChatGPT. I talk to HeyPi. So I was like, HeyPi, why is it that, you know, in Western culture, we are having such depressing movies? I'm like, you know, I don't think it's just that I'm randomly picking the few total dive bomb depressing ones that are out there. And they're like, no, Western movies tend to portray LGBTQI plus somewhat negatively in the end result. And I'm going, ah, oh, well, that's not fun. But Heartstopper, I really liked. It is set up a lot like the manga, so it's kind of charming to see Osmond's work kind of transferred over to screen with the little, the squares like the comic, and also the little illustrations that kind of fly throughout. This is the story of Charlie and Nick and Ellie and Tao, and I forgot their friend's name. But anyway, so Charlie is, it opens up with him being basically bullied by this kid named Ben. Um, ben wants to meet him to have these romantic moments that are all about Ben and then pretend that he doesn't know him. And Charlie has such a very small self-esteem of himself and his self-worth that he puts up with it. I'm really not sure why, although I do understand that if you read Osmond's books, I'm only in the first one, so I haven't read through them all. Um, Charlie kind of has some health issues. He fought anorexia, and he really doesn't feel worth much, which is his main problem. So anyway, Charlie has a friend named Elle who is now at the girls' school. Um, Elle is transgender, but she used to be at the boys' school, but they, they had her transfer over to the girls' school, and she's trying to adjust to that. And Charlie and Tao, who is also Charlie's friend, and 
I really thought I would hate Tao, which I do not like Tao. Tao is not a nice person. But there are parts of Tao that are very endearing. Because the clips I had seen of Tao before watching Heartstopper, I really thought Tao was a total jerk. And I will say Tao is a jerk, but he is much less of a jerk if you watch the whole series instead of just seeing the clips. So Tao is kind of negative, but Tao also really does care about people. He just doesn't think things through. And when he does get upset, he kind of has it up to here and it boils up and then he releases it and it's like it all comes out at once and it's not a good thing. I mean, you know, if you if you keep things down for a long period of time and then you finally let it go, it tends to be a problem. But anyway, Tao is missing L, who he secretly has a crush on L, but he doesn't want to tell L because he's worried that it will break up their friendship and he likes having L come over and have cookies and watch movies that he forces them to watch and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, Charlie is in forms class and he has to go sit next to this Nick character. And Nick, when you first meet him, I will say Nick is kind of the... I don't mean it bad, but typical jock type character that we have in film. When you first see him, you're thinking, oh, he's he's athletic. He's going to be a jerk. He's going to treat Charlie bad. He's just going to be weird because Charlie's gay and everybody else is making Charlie feel bad. So Nick's going to do that too. But Nick, I really think, is one of the most interesting characters in the entire series. I love Charlie. Charlie is an awesome character. But I think that the character development you see with Nick Nelson is fantastic in this series. Now, does Nick Nelson always do the right thing? No. There are times when you sit there and go, oh, Nick, just do the right thing, darn it. But still, by the end of the series, Nick really is an amazing person. I think it mainly has to do with the fact that, number one, he has good character, even though the people that he hang with don't. And number two, Nick has a really cool mom. So Char Charlie and Nick meet in forms. Nick finds out that Charlie can run fast, so he asks him to help on the rugby team. They kind of become friends. Um, Nick saves Charlie from being bothered by Ben who is trying to kiss him without his permission and will not leave him alone and so Nick basically kind of scares Ben and tells him to get the heck out of there and never bother Charlie again. Then Nick and Charlie kind of start talking and Nick finds out that Charlie's been being bullied and a bit about that because Nick kind of when Charlie tells Nick he's fine etc Nick's like you can tell me if you're not fine. You don't have to always say you're fine for everything because you're worried that it will bother someone if you say that you're having any kind of problem. It's okay to tell people that you have problems. It's okay to say, you know, it's not fine. It sucks right now, but it will be okay in the end. <laughs> and I think that's one of the most endearing characters of Nick when you first kind of get to know them as a character. Now, as time progresses... Nick starts to really like Charlie. And I think it's perfectly natural that Nick would like Charlie. I'm going, Charlie is a cool person. Charlie is very cuddly. As Nick says, he's like, you look so cuddly. And I'm like, you know, 
I've never really thought of people as being cuddly or not, but I'm going, that is very cute. And I can totally see why Nick likes Charlie. And it's not because Charlie's a guy and Nick's a guy or any of that. It's just Charlie is a very likable person and he's always trying to be kind and to be thoughtful. And I think that's one thing that Nick really didn't have that in his life except for his mom. Everyone that Nick is around at school is the antithesis of Charlie. So he's really deprived of kindness. And Charlie is very, very kind and very, very thoughtful. Well, as the story progresses, Nick and Charlie kind of hit off as friends. Then they're at a party one night. Um, Nick is thrown in with this girl named Tara who already has a girlfriend. And she's like, I'm sorry, Nick. I know we kissed when we were 13. I know everyone said we'd be together, but I have no desire to be with you. You're a nice person, but my girlfriend's over there. And I don't, you know, 13, that was years ago. You know, we've moved on. I think Nick's 17, Tara's 17. I'm going, it's been four years. They've got their lives and they were just kids. I think they were actually 12, not 13. But anyway, so after that, Nick goes and talks to Charlie and they have a romantical moment, which totally freaks um, Nick out. Now, I'm a little confused on that scene where Nick leaves the room and goes to talk to his mates. If he's leaving because he's freaked out or if he's leaving because he needs to go deal with his mates so they don't bother um, Charlie. I think it's a bit of a combination of both, to be honest. But anyway, Charlie calls his dad. His dad comes and picks him up from that party. Um, he doesn't get any texts from Nick, so he thinks Nick is mad at him, Nick is blaming him, Nick is totally internally panicking, which part of that is true, part of it is not. Nick is not blaming him in any way for what happened the night before. But anyway, Nick comes to Charlie's house the next day. He's completely wrecked because he was running through the rain and he didn't want to text, he just wanted to come talk about what happened. So Charlie takes him up to his room and he's like, I'm so sorry. I don't want to lose our friendship. I'm so sorry that happened. It was all my fault. I shouldn't have had that romantical moment with you. And I really, really do apologize. And it's then that, that Nick is like, I didn't come to have you apologize. And he, he has another romantic moment with Charlie and Charlie's like, this is weird. And Nick is going, I'm not mad at you. I'm not not wanting to have a romantic moment with you. I'm simply having a full-on crisis here because I am panicking and I don't know how to handle that. And I do apologize that you happen to be the one that had this happen with me, but it is not because of anything that you did or didn't do that I am having this issue. And I do not want you to think that this is in any way your fault. Now, I think that Nick Nelson is probably the only person in Charlie's life who has ever told him, this situation is not your problem. This is my problem. I'm going, if there's one reason why Charlie maybe should be with Nick, I think it could probably hang in the crux of the fact that he is very good about saying, this is not your fault, Charlie. This is something that happened. This is maybe an exterior force. This is maybe something that I'm dealing with. But this problem is not your fault. So do not say sorry. Do not try to apologize. Do not, you know, do that. As someone who grew up feeling like they had to apologize for everything, I mean, like I was talking with one of my friends here last week and they're going, Anna, 
just because I'm going through a hard time does not mean you have to apologize for it because this has nothing to do with you. And I'm like, I'm not apologizing because I feel like it's my problem. I'm apologizing because I feel bad that the universe is doing X to my friend right now. It's like, you know, that just sucks. And he's like, Anna, I know that, but we have to work on you not saying the S word. <laughs> and I'm like, I know I'm working on it, but I've had years of practice saying the S word. So I totally get Charlie, but I also really appreciate the character of Nick, who is in Charlie's life. So anyway, they start to date secretly, which kind of is a trigger for Charlie, but he's trying to make it work. However, Nick does end up telling Tara and her girlfriend, and they tell Ellie, and they tell the other friend who I cannot remember his name right now. And Tal finally finds out as well. Um, Tal has a moment at Charlie's birthday where he kind of comes unglued because he thinks Nick is going out on a date with a girl, which Nick said he would because he was totally freaked out to say he wouldn't in front of his mates. He doesn't even like the girl. And the girl came up the next day and told him her dog had died, so he didn't know how to tell her, I don't want to go out with you even though your dog died. However, <laughs> Nick's mom comes in one night and he's trying to deal with this and he asks her what to do and she's like honey, you don't go out with a girl you do not like just because her dog died. That is not a good plan. <laughs> She's like, you will meet another person who you can go out with who you like, but you do not go out with people just because they ask you, your mates are around, you're worried it could offend everyone, or their dog died. She's like, honey, that's not you. You, you don't do that. It's okay to tell them you don't want to go out with them. So at the end of the day, he goes to Charlie's birthday party, tells Imogen, I don't, I don't know why you name a person Imogen. I mean, it's a nice name, but it's kind of different. It means, I think, face of something. But anyway, he tells Imogen that he cannot go out with her, and he goes to Charlie's birthday party. Um, Tao has a talk with him, and he says, if you hurt Charlie in any way, I will cause you great pain. <laughs> And Ben's like, noted, noted, I won't, I won't do that. And he's like, okay, we had the talk, we had the talk. So they have the birthday party, things progress. Um, Tara and her girlfriend come out at school, which causes people to be really mean and hateful. I mean, I'm going, I don't understand why people are mean and hateful in any way, shape, or form. I really don't get it. I especially don't get it if you haven't been poked and prodded and bothered while you be mean and hateful to someone who you do not know just because they happen to love someone of the same gender. I'm like, what in the heck is wrong with people? Even if you disagree with something, why would you be hateful to someone else? I'm like, it's not like they're asking your permission. They're not asking for your approval. They're just living their lives let them live their lives. They let you live your life. I mean, I really don't understand this. But anyway, Tara and her girlfriend are having difficulties at school. And Nick and Charlie are having difficulties at school as well because Harry is being a total prick. I really hate the character of Harry. He's like a dreadful human being. I mean... I'd like to say he might have some redeemable quality. He might grow up and become a nicer person. 
people like Harry seldom do though, so I don't think anyone should hold their breath on that hope. I'm like, they usually just remain bigoted and do not improve themselves. But anyway, Harry causes a lot of trouble at a theater when when Nick tries to go with Charlie to the movies. He didn't know Harry would be there. Harry was there. But I'm going to have to consider this project, continue this podcast in a bit because I have to go teach a couple lessons. Check it. I'll be back at the round table. Bye. <laughs>